Welcome to the Everyday Sniper. You got Frank from Sniper's Hide here. I actually had a couple stories to tell you guys that I was going to get into, but then I was out at the range today doing some training videos and some different stuff, and I get in the car, get ready to leave. I check the messages on the phone because I had the phone in the car, and man, like funny thing happened on the way to the forum. I don't know. What's, what's the joke supposed to be? Funny thing happened on the way to somewhere. I had to go to 7-Eleven, I don't know, Scratchers, whatever the case is. But anyway, so I go through my phone and I posted a little video of people had asked and because it's been seen in competitions. Uh, I'm going to go in circles here again. So I'm doing a video and I did one video uh, on, on some wind stuff and, and how, to, how to check your wind speed and all that. And that was cool. Everything was good other than the GoPros. I'm getting tired of GoPros lately. It's like you turn them on, you go. And then I come back to it and it shuts off like 40 seconds later. I'm like, why did this shut off? So a bunch of the GoPros need a kind of a tune up or something. I think I got to uh, reformat, redo a bunch of things. I'm going to probably reset them and, and go back in. But man, they shut off and that pissed me off to no end equipment, you know. So anyway, I, I put a quick video up because one of, the vi one of the lessons I was doing is people had asked me about rolling your rifle over 90 degrees, doing a rollover prone kind of kind of deal and i'm not a fan of it don't like it i think it's uh it's silly it, it, it it's such a limited use tool but because there is that mechanical offset the change your 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 windage becomes your elevation etc etc i i did the video because especially at distance i did it at 500 yards on a target and we had wind uh, again today go figure wind on our range um, so I did all of that and I wanted to show you sort of the process and I made a, I made a four quadrant grid on the target and then brought it from where it was hitting in the lower quadrant up into the center and made these fine tune adjustments. So I posted this video, uh, real quick. I stuck the uh, phone in front of the, the rifle and I shot a quick little deal. It's on Facebook and I put it up. So though I get in the car, um, clean up get the range tidied, ready to go. And I get in the car and I'm checking the, the response because there's people responding and things like that. It's funny. So I go and I look and there's these other messages mixed in from Facebook. And I read, there's a message, the PRS sold again. How many times is this? Since 2012? Like, oh my God. It, 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 let's see, there, there was Rich and then Sean, and then Sean sold shares to six, and then the six along with Sean sold it to Brian, and then Brian, trying to get rid of it for the last year, but paid too much money for it, couldn't get rid of it, and finally, I guess, he made a deal to sell it to Shannon K. So Shannon K and K&M now run the PRS and own the PRS. So it's changed hands again! This is the clue that things aren't working out well when so many of the owners are passing it and trying to get rid of it as quickly as possible. Two years, I guess, into uh, Brian Dennis's uh, deal, maybe two, and, and it's gone. And now, to me, and you know, how I've been critical and all that of the, the organization, and but to me, K&M has been the only thing keeping the PRS together. So I could see the benefit of it going to K&M because K&M is 
the core, the nucleus of this atom floating around out there. Now, wish Shannon all the best luck. Hopefully everything works out well for him. I'm I'm a little down on the mission statements and the visions. They're they're same old thing. I see no different. It's 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 a it's it's you know wash rinse repeat to me. Okay, but now you have to kind of take the the success of K and M and replicate it across other uh, matches. And and don't get me wrong, matches. Or, or the individual matches are the success. Why some matches do better than others? Why is the gap grind so big? Well, it's the format, the location, the whole thing. And, and you know, I guess they had 400 and something people at the gap grind, which on a 100-acre facility, that's a lot of people. But I get it. It, it. You know, nobody's complaining, so it's all good. But that is like that K&M success now has to get translated to other matches. And it's a question of, is Shannon going to want to start spreading that wealth? Because he's did a lot of work to make that facility as big and popular as it is. And now he has to now kind of work that to spread it so he doesn't have a big K&M match in a Barely sustainable little match, you know these other matches and around and the fee structures and the different things. It's it's going to be interesting to see what they do, how they adapt because the mission statements and the visions are identical. It, it didn't they didn't change anything, you know. We're the best. We have the best shooter, the best people, the best matches, and we're going to promote precision rifle shooting. That's that's it. It's it's promote. You know, they, they he, he does, you know, there's a couple little add-ons in there that might or might not work out well. But, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm with it. I'm a Shannon fan. I, I don't have any problem other than he's, he's too tall and his stuff is over my head. You know, now, he, he, uh, to me, my request would be make it fair for everybody of all ages and don't just be that team guy who does everything for that benefits them. You know what I mean? Don't make you're, he's six five. Don't make the barricade over, you know, a, a a a growing segment's head. Women shooter, junior shooters, etc. You know that that kind of stuff. Um, I don't know what the the the, the status is with, with everybody else. He says Ryan Castle's going to stay on until the end of the end of the year. Uh, the finale, C- cool on that. I like Ryan. Ryan's a good dude. Does does a lot of work. You know, so that that's that's a cool thing, but it's just interesting how it, it's 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 wash, rinse, repeat, wash, rinse, repeat. And are you gonna stand up to now people you've shot with, you've you've clanned with, you you've you know who come to your match and support your endeavor down there? Are you gonna be able to stand back and objectively say you're doing it wrong? Fix it. Because that's the missing element, the objectable ability to say, yeah, we're all friends. Yeah, we all shoot together. Yeah, we drink beers after the match together. But during the match, that's not going to fly anymore. That, to me, will be the telling part of it. Do you have the ability to, in the face of people you consider friends, apply you know, the rules equally? 
take criticisms and all these different things. Because I, I mean, that's it. I could tell you from firsthand experience, man. It, there's an effect when when I say these things, I piss people off. When I go and do different stuff, um, you know that that's pointing out shortcomings. And and granted, it could be ten percent of the problem, a ten percent problem. But me still saying it out loud has pissed a lot of people off. And 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 now when you're running a show, plus you've got a business to run that runs parallel or, you know, just slightly off, can you be that guy? Can you be the guy to say, we need to do a better job on the ground? We need to do a better job with the shooters and how they're managed and all that. Are you going to... Be a series that works only and manages the match directors, or are you going to start penalizing and officiating shooters? Because the series doesn't officiate shooters. It only only deals with match directors. I, I don't know. Like I said, it'll be interesting because there was going to be a lot of changes going into 2019. Now with this change, it's it's all... I don't know. Uh, we'll have to see where it lands. It'll it'll be interesting stuff. But like I said, I'm a Shannon fan. I think he does a good job. There's some things, you know, I I, I just want to see how he's able to manage this uh, with people he's intimately familiar with, friendly with, all that kind of stuff. Is is he going to be able to say, tax that guy? He 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 did wrong by this series. He made us look bad today. What are you going to do about it? And and it, it could be one or two guys. That's going to happen. You know, it's not a big thing when there's 100 shooters and if you got 10 clicked together and doing stuff, are you going to manage the 10 or are you going to ignore them and just say we had a good match and those 10 guys don't count? Because right now all they say is those guys don't count. You know, when you point out something to someone, oh, he doesn't matter. That was what was said to me directly when I said, well, what about this guy? Oh, he don't matter. I'm like, well, he does. He shoots all these matches. He's a big name in it. He, you know what I mean? He does matter. Perception, you know. But uh, that it, it it'll, it'll be interesting. Um, I know several matches are jumping ship, man. They're going to the other guys. I don't know. I I talking to people. They're not thrilled. I know some of the prize stuff's gonna dry up because they didn't like what happened in the last two years with it. Ooh. It, 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 to me, it's going to be an uphill battle. I, I hope he got a good deal because Brian Dennis didn't get a good deal. He paid way too much money for a logo in a broken website with a few hundred names. Way too much money. Hopefully, Shannon got a got a got a decent deal out of it and can make something. You know, can make it work. Like I said, K and M's popular. K and M's big. Their matches are good, but now you got to level it. You can't have a guy come in 20th place at K&M and get more PRS points than a guy who came in second place at Rifles Only. That doesn't, that circle don't square really well with people. When guys from, you know, the Canadian PRS guys or those guys come down to the lower 48 and they go, hey, wait a minute, why am I ranked so low but I'm beating this guy consistently? He's, because he shoots K&M, you know, because they, they figured out how to play the scores and, and that matters. But eh, like I said, I just thought it was funny because the phones blew up and everything, talking to people and all that. But um, I, I I'll go into kind of a little bit more with the um, the rollover, the rollover prone stuff. 
it's 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 lame. You don't need it. I kind of barely showed Hawkins. I didn't get too crazy into it. To me, we were taught Hawkins. Hawkins is is laying on top of the rifle, putting your fist forward, and and getting low over like a, a rise. So instead of cresting as high as possible and being in a normal prone up on a crest of a hill, kind of coming up and over, you Hawkins it, and that lowers your position. You can get under things that way. You can get around things. Well, the AR guys in those worlds started the supine, the rollover prone, and now it gets thrown into matches. I think they even did it in the Magpul video. And, you know, in the in yeah, so say you're out here and you got rocks and stuff. You can lay the rifle flat, and instead of the scope being up so high, roll it over, and you're rolling it over 90 degrees to the left. Scope's going to the left. Bolt up. When you do this, right? So you can eject and you could do all that. And then, like I said, you you end up, I ended up starting out with um, putting the wind in the distance. I did 500 yards, putting the wind in distance into Traceal. Big fan of Traceal. I got to say, man, I, I love the new developer. I love what Traceal did with the app. Traceal, let me tell you what, engine-wise, you go out there with all the software, all the stuff, Traceal has the best engine bar none. The best engine for ballistic calculations than any other software out there. They've made it now so easy and user-friendly. It's just boom, there. So I just throw in some basic data. I throw in the wind. I throw in the whole thing. I roll the rifle over, and I'm hitting in the lower quadrant. Now, I made some adjustments. I made some changes. And we had big wind. I mean, I was at six. When I did a, the um, what mile per hour is your is your rifle, it was four to five. Then it was six to eight. Then eight to 12. So it, it, it constantly was growing on me when I got out there. And then with playing with the cameras and the GoPros and trying to fix all that stuff, the the um the wind slowly crept up on me. So I was doing this one uh, deal on paper, 600 yards on paper. And what I wanted to show was how you can basically map your windage so you know what mile per hour rifle you have. Get a good wind call. I did wind at the shooter. I did wind at the target. Kestrel in my hand. Flipped it up for a minute or two. Got my average. Then went back and shot it. And I was in that lower left quadrant of the grid fine-tuned it made adjustment got myself dead center of the of the quadrant and and now i have that data recorded for this rifle so now i know my 500 yard rolled over prone to center up and get the hits all good stuff and the software traceal was damn close it was it was like 0.7 off on the windage adjustment and it was like 0.7 off on the um elevation too so it wasn't awful you know what I mean 0.7.7 it still kind of got me there where I was able to correct it and get it on and 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 I put a bigger target at five so it was it was more room for me to see rolling over and I, I what I use is I took a Saracen bag I put a Saracen bag down then I put the rifle on top of the Saracen bag and balanced it right on the scope shot it off of the benches out on our range. You probably saw the benches in the videos or some pictures. I just laid it right there, and then I was able to get down on the bench and shoot. 
spotting's a pain in the ass because there's really barely, very little recoil management. I mean, 308, suppressed, AI, not a lot of movement, but enough to be annoying. So spotting and trying to get fine-tuned in, you need somebody else. I was able to manage it, and I got it to where it was in a good position. But like I said, I was just barely off, and, and I could probably use to tweak a few things. The variable is going to end up being the wind. If I can get out there for another wind, um, guys are asking me about the the you know some other stuff, and the wind has just been, you you know what it's like. Uh, the, the wind on our range has just been destructive. So getting back to Traysol, it's a piece of cake software. It's it's super easy to set up. It's super easy to pull your data. One screen takes care of it. It does have range cards. It's got the HUD. It's got moving targets. I mean, you can basically go onto the HUD, hit the little mover, let the thing move in front of you, and it'll tell you what the speed and what your hold is. You know, Traceol is really, 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 really good software. Desert Tech bringing in the new... Their first guy, yeah, he had the good engine, but his interface was a little clunky. And then when he left, they didn't chase it down. And so people were bummed. Like anything, you're chasing software developers, right? You know, the developer makes it, works out good. Apple changes something. Android changes something. Now you got to chase it. Well, when Traceall's developer left, it, 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 it worked, didn't work, work, didn't work, clunky, not work, and all that. So then this guy reaches out to me, and he's like, hey, do you want to have a Sniper's Hide app? I'm like, mm, not really, not for that much money. And so I'm like, but wait a minute. Desert Tech lost their developer. Call them. Well, they, they hired that guy. And let me tell you, he did a great job with this software now. Sold. Good. Now, Android, they still haven't updated the Android, I don't think, yet. But the iPhone, which usually is backwards. Usually, Android works the best first. Then you're chasing iPhones. Well, this time, they did iPhone first, and now we'll go to Android. Um, but the Android is the only one right now. I'd hold off before you buy it just for a little bit. But if you're an Apple guy, Traceal's working phenomenal on the iPhone. And that's what I use. Super easy. You got a preference screen, like a settings, user setup screen. You can tell it, hey, I'm going to use G1 or G7 by default. That go here. I want Coriolis and Spindrift turned off. That goes here. I want, you know, these units of measurement. That goes here. So you do your little setup and it, you put in your email and your stuff. That way it saves to the cloud. You can recover. When I upgraded, when they did this big upgrade, I brought it over and I was able to recover a bunch of my stuff. Because it was kept in the cloud and the whole thing. And that's what it's doing now. It, it'll save your data. You got to log in and use your email. You know, so all that. So make sure you register it. Make sure you put in your information and, and, and set up your user settings. Then you go to the equipment tab. All you do is run down that one equipment tab. Put in your stuff. Save your gun. Put it in your data. Load it up. And, and nice thing now is it's you can change stuff on the fly and it automatically saves and updates. You don't have to save, update, back and forth. Save, update. Because I used to go, okay, pull this and load. Try this. Okay, I got to true it. All right, I need a little tweak here. Boom, boom, boom. Do that. Save, save, save. Reload. Back to it. Now it's just saved and loaded. But... Next to no truing or tweaking with Traceal. And it has the um that drag coefficient, 
which is to help you kind of tweak it a little bit if you have to. There's some things where you're not changing muzzle velocity. You're not changing your, your BC, although I am changing the BC. My BCs, none of the BCs I have in there are out of the box or off the book or you know what I mean. Off the box, out of the book. None of that, okay? I'm I'm adjusting the BCs for my rifle. Then the muzzle velocity is right what I get out of the magneto speed or the lab radar. Pop it in and you're usually 90% there, if not 99% there for most people. Then you can do some minor tweaks if you have to. Like I said, I tweak BC and usually that's all I have to tweak with Trace Isle and I'm done. And, and it, man, it's just, it's spot on, spot on, spot on, spot on. And, and, it, and it ended up working out well for that rollover little video. And the only reason I do it, the, the rollover stuff, is because comps, they do put it in competitions. You know what I mean? It is a, a, a situation where you may find yourself at a match and they say, roll over, shoot side, you know, shoot 90 degrees. Me, and if it was, you know, pack my rifle, all this stuff, start walking down the road and I'm going to go from here to California solve problems with my rifle. I'm going to be like David Carradine in Kung Fu. I'm just going to just going to go do do my little walk. What's that? There was the whistle, wasn't it? It was the flute. Flute or whistle. I can't do it right now. But it was like a flute or whistle. I'll play my flute and then when somebody has a problem I can solve with my AX, I'll just solve it and then move on to the next town. I'll solve their problem and then I'll move on. So I'll be like David Carradine except for that hanging myself and playing, you know, doing the whole autoerotica thing. I'm not going to auto erotica for you, but I'm going to do the, I'm going to do the Kung Fu with the AX. So if I was going to do that, the odds of me needing to roll over are probably slim to none. And if you're an LE guy out there and you're going to do the whole, I'm going to shoot under the car don't shoot under the car. You can Hawkins under the car if you had to, but if the curb's in your way, you're still going to be, what's the point? Just put a, here's, here's the trick, dude. Roll the windows down in your car and set up with a tripod behind it. You know what I mean? Or, or get on the edge or whatever, you know, the edge of the window, the front of the back, or get down low in a kneeling and set the tripod up just off of it and get cover. If you need cover that way, you know, whatever. But I, I get it. I guess if, if you had to shoot, but if the car's in the street and there's a curb, are you really going to get over the curb? Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. I'd have to, it'd have to depend on how far away from the curb you were. But I'm not going to do rollover prone. Not going to do it. If I was on the curb, I can lay down behind the curb. I could do Hawkins and just lay right on top of the rifle and have it down low and just barely have that muzzle over. I could do that. Would I, would I, um, would I roll it over on a curb? Mm, I, I doubt it. Because I still kind of want something under it a little bit to get the muzzle off the ground, you know. But I don't know. I, I, I'd have to look at my curbs out here and see. But I don't think so. I think I'd Hawkins on it and, and just try to be faster than the other guy trying to instead of going. I'd, in that case, I want to be fast, not have to do all this mental gymnastics to figure out what my hold's going to be. Granted, close like that, you could just roll it over and hold opposite the bolt and boom, 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 and you're good. But, I mean, at 100 yards, it's probably not that big a deal. But if you're shooting farther, distance gives you time and opportunity, blah, 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 set things up, make sure it works. You know, that's more what you want to do versus the, this other stuff. 
But uh, no, I just think it's I just think it's 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 a um, it's a question. It's a tool. It's a tool for the toolbox. So I'm addressing that tool for the toolbox. And I did a video on it. Got my video stuff back out. Um, so I'm gonna I'm home. I'm gonna try to knock out at least a couple two three videos a week and and do all this. They're 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 bugging me on on all the things I'm behind. The muzzle brake video. Uh, I got this bipod ext video that I have to do. Um, I got the crack in here. I got a Kdex Sheepdog here. Freaking badass rifle. The Kdex. I kind of thought the Sheepdog was going to be in an R7, uh, the Nucleate, or it's like a, a, the, the, the Nuke stock or whatever that, that stock is they have that looks like a regular stock for Kdex. Um, but they sent me the Sheepdog in a, in a dual strike. It's a badass looking rifle. They did it that Sniper Gray. That that deep, you know, that really cool looking gray, and in, in, in the way the action is done, I, I think it's pretty badass. I'm kind of looking forward to shooting it. I was supposed to do a thing today with Sig, with that BDX, but it got jumped to um, Friday because there was a flight problem. Uh, the guy coming in had a flight issue, so I didn't get to do the BDX today. The the electronic scope, so I'm gonna do that on Friday. So I'll be out with Sig. Going to be playing with the scope. I'm probably going to put it on that sheepdog because, like I said, it's a pretty badass rifle. I'm also uh, working on the rifle, kind of going into the rifle vein. I'm going to go down that rifle road. I'm going to go down rifle road. Um, I, I also talking with guys about a training rifle for you guys or, or, or at least a sniper's hide approved. One of the things we're dealing with is I recommended the Tikas. I'm recommending the Rugers, the RPRs. You know, you recommend all these other rifles and it's not really, it's kind of like, here's an inexpensive, here's an off the shelf rifle, go buy that if you want to take a class or if you want to get into this. I'm looking at working with a company and I'm not going to blow too much right now in this deal in putting together an entry level sub $2,000 rifle tricked the hell out. Barreled action is going to be pretty mellow, but you can upgrade the barreled action. But the chassis is going to be shit hot. So I'm going with it with a with a, a, a a basic basic barreled action that's going in a Frank approved chassis that will address the things we want to see addressed: the adjustable butt plate. Okay, it's gonna come up and, and do that for your prone guys. The 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 uh, handguard system, M lock, and all that, so you can do the handguards and 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 have that, you know. And and then mag fed the whole thing. Like I said, it's gonna be a barreled action in a chassis, sub two grand, threaded, ready to roll, whatever you want to do with it. Upgrades will be available if you want to go a little higher. But what we're going to do is we're going to start you with an entry-level one that says, Frank approved, this is what you guys can get. And they'll be available. And I think that's going to be a cool deal for everybody. I, you know, not that I'm I, I'm not down on some of these other ones. I'm not down on what some of that other stuff happening. I just, we're not getting the support. We're, we're, we're feeding Beretta. We're feeding Ruger. And they don't do anything for you guys. You know what I mean? So let's feed somebody who will actually do something for you, right? Who's going to lower the prices, who's going to give back, who's going to make it the way we want to see it. So that way there, if I go to a class 
and I have four or five, ten of these in on a class, on a line, I know we're good. Good, 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 good. They've been checked. Good, 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 good. It's not a rifle problem, dude. Could be a scope problem, but it's not going to be a rifle problem. Do 308. We're going to do 6.5 Creed. Money. That's all we need. Handles both things. And and I think this is going to be a good deal for everybody. So I'm looking forward to it. I'm working that right now. Going back and forth with emails. We're there. We're probably going to announce that shot. Yeah, we're already getting there. We're already close to shot. You believe it? The year's over. Fuck, I don't know where it went. But we're 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 um we're gonna probably announce it all at shot and have one there at shot you can see at a minimum. But um no good deal man, I really I really dig it. I think this is some good stuff going on. All this movement's good. You know what I mean? We're it's it's amazing the amount of movement in the precision rifle field. Now you there's a couple landmines out there that you got to tap dance through. And that's why I'm here. I'm here to help you tap dance through the landmines. I've already stepped down a bunch of mines. I've already thrown mines in people's directions. You know, no big deal. But it's, you know, lessons, excuse me, lessons learned. Lessons learned. Like today, I learned a friggin' lesson today. Oh, man, totally off course. I'm going to tell you this one. Fuzz is here. Hello, Fuzz. So I, I come back from Alaska. And Mark's using zero water, okay? The zero water filter. And he's like, dude, you got to get zero water filter, the whole thing, really good stuff, water filter, right? So we've been kind of having issues with our water. I'm not a fan. It's Sometimes it smells a little weird. And here's my clue. Mr. Wilson here doesn't drink the water unless it's like a, like you got to put it in the bowl right then, give it to him, and then he'll drink it, but then he won't touch it again. We'll walk out the back door, and there's like a, 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 a for the plants, the, I can't even think what the hell you call it, like the picture for the plants, you know, the, um, the, the watering bucket for plants. And it's right there by the door, and it's got water in it. And it's like outside water. Well, he'll drink that out of the bucket. And it's like, dude, why are you drinking water out of the bucket? You got your water right inside, right out of the tap. He won't drink it. So I get the zero water. Put the zero water in his bowl. He's drinking it. And he's like, hey, this water's better now. So I tested it. With the zero water tester, which tests for minerals, says Colorado's right in the 150 to 200. My tap water's at 180. Okay? So I, I do the zero water thing, and I got the big glass filter, the big giant one, uh, the watering thing. And I put it on the shelf. I have a little coffee bar. So I have a coffee bar at my coffee maker. I got a bun coffee maker there. And then I got the water, and my bun does pods, it does K-cups, it does all that stuff. Then I use that water. Well, now, I'm, I'm, I got this, I'm like, ooh, I got good water now, I'm going to make my coffee, world's going to be right. I go, and all of a sudden, like in the last week since I'm home, I put all this together, the bun don't work. I'm like, push the button on the bun, and it acts like the tray is not in, or it's just flashing at me. And I'm like, pull the tray out, pull the tray in, pull the tray out, pull the tray in. Not working. I'll, I'll leave it all set up. Can't get it to work. It, it's to push the button and it just flashes at me. Like, what the frick? It don't work. Come by like late in the afternoon. I push the button and it works. I'm like, what the frick is going on? So I'm thinking the switch is not working because there's a little switch when you put the tray in. Because if you take the tray out, it does the same exact thing. Like, this sucks. Order a new one. Get it. 
comes in today. I'm on the range. So Kim goes to set it up. And she's going to cycle through some water and have it all ready for me. I'm like, cool, rock star. So I come in and she's like, it didn't work. I'm like, what? What do you mean the new one didn't work? She's like, no, the new one don't work. Well, telephones. So the, 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 it don't work. I'm like, what the heck? So she says she called Bun. And they told her what the problem was over the phone. Are you ready for this? Filtered water. No minerals in it. The maker thinks it's empty. That there's no water. Because the water's zero water now. And it doesn't know it's there. It's invisible. The clear filtered water is invisible. How do you figure that? It's invisible. Zero. It's zero water. So now we have to put the tap water back in and use the 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 the, the friggin' not tasting and the dog won't drink it tap water to make the coffee maker work. Well, at least I got my coffee maker back. And they go to Dunkin' Donuts this morning. I'm like, what the heck? But Dunkin' Donuts is worth the trip. So yeah, I thought that was pretty funny. So there's there's a lesson for you. If you guys are using a coffee maker and you got a zero water filter. It don't work because it needs the minerals to tell that there's water in the, the friggin' reservoir. How crazy is that? That's just the kind of nutso stuff, man. So there's my stories. Those are those are those are the, the, the Frank stories of the day. And and that's what what, what I got going on. Um <laughs> what what can I say? It, 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 it's it's that kind of I'm I'm getting back into the mix of home. I'm getting back into the mix of getting caught up again, doing all these videos, doing the different stuff. I got to edit some video stuff up. I'm going to put it in the online training. Online training's money, man. 15 bucks a month, Sniper Side Forum. Go to the upgrades right at the top. Hit upgrade. Don't do the 100 post one. Do the other one, online training. 15 bucks. Get you in. All the lessons. Watch the video. If you want to see in detail what I'm doing, usually about 10-minute videos, some text with it, you know, sometimes more writing, sometimes less writing, but good little lessons, you know. Like I said, tons of recoil management, tons of trigger control, tons of fundamentals, all the different things that I see that you ask me for, I go. Guy comes up and says, hey, Frank, how do you do this? I make a video, put it in the online training. Hey, Frank, how do we do this? Make a video, put it in the online training. Cool. So forum.sniperside.com upgrade online training go down into the training section there's a whole little private forum section what you're doing is you're buying access to the private forum section and in there only we're talking with the other members you don't have the peanut gallery out there trying to give you information that may be bad so you can go directly to me and say hey frank i have a question i saw this at a match it stumped me i missed i zeroed out the stage what do i do now ask me i'll fix it for you put it in a video cool Thank you guys for watching. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for following. Thank you for all that good stuff. Thanks for listening and indulging in the stories. Like I said, best of luck to Shannon, man. I, I You got a good thing going on at K&M. You just understand, man, there, there, there's people, not you. Make sure you level this playing field as best you can. Perception is reality, okay? Perception on the internet is everything. If all the pictures people are putting out, and I'm guilty of it, are those of people playing weird, funky games at stages, 
that becomes the perception, okay? Doesn't matter what your reality is. It doesn't matter it was two guys at one match who did this, two guys at one match who got their picture taken 10 times doing it. Guess what pictures are going up? Not the other 98 shooters, the two guys who played the game, okay? You only hear about the bad. You don't hear about the good. And that's just the fact of life and reality of the internet today, man. And you got guys like me who like to pick at scabs. <laughs> Oops, is that me? Did I say that out loud? Nah, not me. Not the horrible hobbit. Somebody tried to call me the angry hobbit today. It's not angry. Do I sound angry? I'm laughing, man. What do I care? So anyway, that's the deal. I will talk to you guys later. Have a great one. And um, like I said, uh, I'll hit you up before the weekend. We'll get another one of these knocked out. Probably even tomorrow. Who knows? And I'll do it a Friday morning. But Friday, I'm going to be playing with the BDX. I'll have SIG out here. And um, so we'll, we'll be ready for your questions on that. And this weekend's one for Monday morning is going to be all on the SIG, man. We'll let you know what we see, what we, what we uh, feel, and how it works. Cool, guys. Thanks for listening to the Everyday Sniper. Uh, give Mike a call over at Mile High. I called twice today. I called the first time to tell him I picked up somebody's 300 Norma ammo that was left out at the range. And then I called him a second time to tell him something. I don't know what it was, but I had to call him twice. I told everybody, basically, I wanted the whole like shop on the phone with me. I said, put everybody on the phone. Let's spread. Let everybody listen to what I have to say because it might be important. All right, man. Talk to you later.